This is our devotional reading for today, October 25th, 2023. Reading from the book In Heavenly Places, Settle Your Accounts with Heaven, October 25th. Freely ye have received, freely give, Matthew 10, verse 8. Jesus gave his life for you. Like a child who has full confidence in his parents and who is not troubled for fear of being taken advantage of and misused, you may rest in God with perfect confidence that he will be to you a friend and a helper. It is not for you to expect every blessing of God and return nothing. Through Christ we possess all things. Without Christ we should have had nothing but poverty, misery, and despair. Shall we respond to this love which Jesus has bestowed upon us? To be sons of God is to possess all things. What more can you want? If the Christian is not content with such an inheritance, nothing can give him contentment. We are indebted to the Lord for all we possess. Then let us return to the giver all that he claims as his own. Let us not commit robbery toward God. He who so loved man that he came from the realms of bliss, from his royal throne, and humiliated himself to clothe his divinity with humanity, has given us unmistakable tokens of his love and the value he places upon men. He who has made for us his infinite sacrifice summons us to estimate the value of the soul, to strike the balance between earthly gain and heavenly loss, between temporal success and everlasting failure. Christ points you away from the earthly to the heavenly. He invites you to lay up your treasures above. Will you say as you present your offering to God of thine own, O Lord, we freely give thee? All the means you may give will not buy for your salvation. You must give yourself. In surrendering yourself to the claims and influences of the Savior, your life may be as a fruitful branch in a beautiful vine. The fruits of the Spirit may adorn it. Clusters of rich graces will appear such as love, joy, peace, gentleness, goodness, and meekness, which will make it attractive. I entreat of you to send you treasure before you into heaven by using the Lord's goods to advance his cause in the earth. Settle your accounts with high heaven. We will also read from the book This Day with God, Importance of Home Religion, October 25th. There is need of constant watchfulness, a daily reconversion, that our individual traits of character shall be wholly sanctified to God. All our powers are to be purified from the dross of sin and trained for service. There are many who, while professing to be the servants of God and to be looking for the soon return of Christ, are not having the experience that all must have who stand without fault before God. They are making mistakes in the work of character building. To continue to make these mistakes is a costly business, for they hinder the progress and the divine life. Our religious obligations begin in serving God faithfully in the home life. I am urged to bear earnest testimony to parents in public and private that they may be led to devote all their powers in sanctified service for Christ. I am instructed to urge upon our people the need of being imbued with the Spirit of God. 
This spirit will teach believers to work in harmony with Christ whenever and wherever opportunity offers. As different families among our people have been presented before me, I have been shown their great need of the converting power of God. Religion in the home is of vital importance. Upon fathers and mothers rests to a large degree the responsibility for the mold of character that their children receive. If parents will teach their children to conduct themselves according to the principles of the Word of God, these children will unconsciously teach others what it means to be Christians. Let parents maintain true Christian dignity before their children, and they will be greatly aided in their work of building the kingdom of Christ. The Apostle Paul, describing the children living in these last days, declares them to be disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy. It is important that parents realize the tendency of the age and labor untiringly to educate their children away from those things, preparing them by teaching them to love and copy the life of Christ for a place in the future life of holiness. Letter 90, October 25th. 1911 to Elder and Mrs. S. N. Haskell. We will also read from the book Reflecting Christ, The Science of Christianity, October 25th. I keep under my body and bring it unto subjection, lest that by any means when I have preached to others, I myself should be a castaway. 1 Corinthians 9, verse 27. The Christian life is a battle and a march. In this warfare, there is no release. The efforts must be continuous and persevering. It is by unceasing endeavor that we maintain the victory over the temptations of Satan. Christian integrity must be sought with resistless energy and maintained with a resolute fixedness of purpose. No one will be born upward without stern, persevering effort in his own behalf. All must engage in this warfare for themselves. Individually, we are responsible for the issue of the struggle. Though Noah, Job, and Daniel were in the land, they could deliver neither son nor daughter by their righteousness. There is a science of Christianity to be mastered, a science as much deeper, broader, higher than any human science as the heavens are higher than the earth. The mind is to be disciplined, educated, trained, for we are to do service for God in ways that are not in harmony with inborn inclination. There are hereditary and cultivated tendencies to evil that must be overcome. Often, the training and education of a lifetime must be discarded that one may become a learner in the school of Christ. Our hearts must be educated to become steadfast in God. We are to form habits of thought that will enable us to resist temptation. We must learn to look upward. The principles of the Word of God, principles that are as high as heaven and that compass eternity, we are to understand in their bearing upon our daily life. Every act, every word, every thought is to be in accord with these principles. The precious, great, precious graces of the Holy Spirit are not developed in a moment. Courage, fortitude, meekness, faith, unwavering trust in God's power to save are acquired by the experience of years, by a life of holy endeavor and firm adherence to the right the children of God are to seal their destiny. 
We have no time to lose. We know not how soon our probation may close. Eternity stretches before us. The curtain is about to be lifted. Christ is soon to come. The angels of God are seeking to attract us from ourselves and from earthly things. Let them not labor in vain. When Jesus rises up in the most holy place, lays off his mediatorial robes, and clothes himself with the garments of vengeance, the mandate will go forth. He that is unjust, let him be unjust still. And he that is righteous, let him be righteous still. And he that is holy, let him be holy still. And behold, I come quickly, and my reward is with me. Revelation 22, verses 11 and 12, also found in Testimonies for the Church, Volume 8, Paragraphs 313 to 315. And for last reading, it's gonna it's gonna come from uh, the book Our High Calling, a little church in home, October twenty fifth. How be it, Jesus suffered him. How be it, Jesus suffered him not, but saith unto him, Go home to thy friends and tell them how great things the Lord hath done for thee and hath had compassion on thee. Mark five verse nineteen. In forming a relationship with Christ, the renewed man is but coming back to his appointed relationship with God. He is a representative of Christ. His duties lie around him, nigh and afar off. His first duty is to his children and his nearest relatives. Nothing can excuse him from neglecting the inner circle for the larger circle outside. In the day of final reckoning, fathers and mothers will be required to answer in regard to their children. Parents will be asked what they did and said to secure the salvation of the souls they took upon themselves the responsibility of bringing into the world. Fathers and mothers, are you allowing your children to grow up in impurity and sin? A great good done for others will not cancel the debt you owe to God to care for your children. The spiritual welfare of your family comes first. Take them with you to the cross of Calvary, laboring for them as those that must give an account. Parents should seek to gain the the cooperation of their children. Thus, children can become laborers together with God. Some households have a little church in their home. Mutual love binds heart to heart, and the unity that exists among the members of the family preaches the most effectual sermon that could be preached on practical godliness. As parents faithfully do their duty in the family, restraining, correcting, advising, counseling, guiding the father as priest of the household, the mother as a home missionary, they are filling the sphere of God. They are filling the sphere God would have them fill. By faithfully doing their duty in the home, they are multiplying agencies for doing good outside the home. They are becoming better fitted to labor in the church by training their little flock discreetly. Binding their children to themselves and to God, fathers and mothers become laborers together with God. The members of the family become members of the royal family above, children of the heavenly king. And this concludes our devotional reading for today. May God bless you.